0: and the masters of the universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said,
1: By the power of Grayskull!
0: the power at 3 a.m. Some of us have to wake up in three hours, for f- sake! And where we go. We would be honored if you would join us.
2: Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy.
3: I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming
0: i can bring you in warm or i can bring you in cold you clearly don't know who you're talking to so let me clue you in i am the danger avengers assemble i am a off, like my father before me Garage. who's scruffy looking Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. I'll smash, smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Because you're weak and covered. And you, you're on The Sith List.
4: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 260 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolichahi, and my co-pilots this evening once again. The young, the restless, the bearded one. Mr. Carlos. Bargoyle. The man I call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les. Is here. Apparently didn't watch He-Man. He watched other things that wasn't up to par with He-Man. But whatever, we'll get into that in a second. Sure. Mr. Tom Chansky, King of all pods. Everybody calls him King Tom. How you doing, buddy? I watched He-Man. I did too, King Tom. What's He-Man? Ah.
5: Uh, uh. Just show mommies and daddies watch. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful voice.
4: That, oh, I almost said that big daddy. <laughs> that, whoa, that, whoa, whoa. Nice.
0: that was weird. Nice. That was weird. I, it was in my head.
4: Big Eric, daddy, Struthers. Struthers. how you doing, buddy?
5: Man, I'm great, dude. I am doing super, super well. Just came off a of vacation. Took kids to a different town.
4: Don't recommend it. I text Eric. How's the vacation going? I will never go on another trip with these people again. He didn't even say his family. He just said these people. These people. These people again. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was joking. And then next text pretty much uh, proved that the first
6: text was not a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I was like, oh, I feel for you, man.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tell us, man. How'd it go?
5: Well, (laughs) you know, it was my son's seventh birthday. We went to Chicago and we're right up by the convention center. You know, reminiscing about Star Wars Celebration and it's like, man, that was an easier time than this was. <laughs> we, we went to Legoland. It was pretty good. All uh, right. But, dude, my kids and my wife, I had to tell them, you have got to stop being so negative. This is, this is so unhelpful. <laughs> and we went, so just uh, let me just tell you, we went to Field Museum yeah. uh, and then we're heading home, driving back to St. Louis. Right. Well, while we're out, we walk out the back door of field museum. I said, let's go down by the lake. I want you guys to see this. My kids have never been to the ocean. So I want you to see where it's, you can see no land. It's just water.
0: Oh my God. It's so hot. Oh my God.
5: Oh my God. <laughs> and And I mean, it was just like nonstop. And I finally was like, Just lay down in the grass. We're leaving without you. I've had it. And I mean, dude, it was, it got pretty rough and I don't want to go into into a good bunch of detail, but it was, I tweeted out later something along the lines of the best way to enjoy a family trip with two young kids is to just not go like at all <laughs> right
7: yeah.
5: did you bring your children back is the question i did but dude i did get some sweet sweet revenge not revenge but like i got a bunch of guilty pleasure out of this we were heading home and we hit portillo's by the way of course oh, um yeah and none of the nobody else had ever been there but me and i'm like oh we're doing this and they all dug it but uh we get in the car and my wife tells my daughter it's like why don't you just go take a nap? You're tired, then it'll help the time go by faster. She's like, "Okay, that's a good idea." So she falls asleep. Dude, less than an hour later, I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I'm like, "Oh, rest area I'm pulling in." Pull in, Stella wakes up. And it only like she's taken long trips before like when we go to visit my family and when we're coming home, there's a rest area like 20 miles outside of st louis that will hit well in her head that was that one and she's like oh my gosh you're right it really did. oh my the time went by so fast and i'm like
4: we still oh, no. got four hours it's to- <laughs> oh, <that's> awful <laughs> it that's ruled awful.
6: it ruled so hard she's so upset how long did it take her to realize that there's still four hours left in the trip oh dude i couldn't get it out of my mouth fast enough <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would have just
6: let her just think about it. Be like,
2: damn. You'd be man. like, you know what? You can start counting when we start driving again. Yeah. It's, it's twenty miles. miles really done, long. It's the longest yeah. miles ever.
4: Yeah.
2: been in a car. Wow. Um, well, I'm glad you're back
4: healthy and safe, man.
5: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it was nice cool. to actually take off from work a little bit. You know, yeah, it's sure. that's something I realized I don't do enough of, and I get. Yeah, I've been there a long time. I got four weeks of vacation, and the most I've ever used is two weeks in a
4: day. That's going to be different this year, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Was that vacation all that you ever wanted? <laughs> 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 got to have to get away, man.
5: You have yeah, to sometimes. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Great, uh, great callback though. That's uh, King Tom. How you just doing,
1: had man? to go go. I, uh, you know. <laughs>
8: uh like eric i also took a little family vacation trip up to one of the other great lakes it's you know lake erie it's what people here in ohio do when they want the jersey shore experience but they don't want to drive eight hours oh, okay. um it was it was mostly fun um we've been there a bunch of times there's this little restaurant we like to go to um it's this old italian place family run place Awesome menu, awesome food. It's you know got pictures of Sinatra on the walls, that type of place. Oh, nice. So we go up there this year, and the restaurant moved. It's now they opened a few years ago. They opened this like big Kalahari water park resort, and it's now like the restaurant side of the resort. Oh. and we we so we decide go anyway, and the environment totally different. Instead of being you know nice and dark and quiet, it's now like loud and this and that. The owner is still there walking around the table saying hi to people, but the menu is not half of what it used to be. And, and the food was horrible. Oh, so we're, we're driving on the way back to the hotel. Kids are, you know, hungry. Wife and I, are, okay, let's we're gonna stop at Taco Bell. Mm. Pulling the Taco Bell drive through the lines, kind of going around the restaurant. I look over, I see someone walking in the restaurant. I'm like, that guy looks familiar. Same person walks out two minutes later, big bag of tacos, big drink in his hand. It's the owner of the restaurant we were just at that was going from <laughs> table to table.
4: <laughs> he decided to go to Taco Bell. Yes, oh. he went to Taco Bell instead of eating the food at his own restaurant. Oh, that says a lot right there.
2: Oh, yeah.
8: Yeah, we were like, that was, you know, we, we took a ferry to one of the islands. We drove around on a golf cart. We had a great time, but that was like the one, it was just a bad night because of that. And then um, I think I mentioned last week. That I had that phone interview and I, uh, you know, I used a Weezer article as a right yeah. example. I have right. a second interview in person tomorrow.
4: Oh, that's great. You should definitely wear a
6: Weezer shirt.
8: I'm <laughs> thinking about it. I'm thinking, of, you know, a, a suit jacket, Weezer shirt and a
0: tie. Oh,
6: winning right there. That is yeah. awesome.
0: Well, good luck that, that, you like, should actually you. just
4: wear a sweater. Yes. Ooh,
0: with the loose. That was good. That was good.
4: That was really good. I was gonna do a cheap joke about uh, if the Sinatra picture was there still. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay, good. And you didn't eat outside. No. So you didn't feel that summer wind. That's the, that was the cheap joke that I'm glad I didn't make. Do you have any non-cheap jokes? No. Oh, shit, no. I have no expensive jokes in me. Oh, boo! Speaking of cheap, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm good. I'm good. <laughs>
4: I'm glad that you position yourself again in the crotch of Captain America.
6: And, and that's right. I, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit closer now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's creeping closer to
0: finishing teabagging me.
6: Yeah. America, that's America's nuts right there. So it'd be okay. That's America. Goddamn right. Yeah. Les, how you doing, man? I'm hanging in there.
4: I'm doing a okay. Can you explain to us why you haven't watched He Man? Being a because, bad, because I've been watching Child of He Man. Yeah, I just haven't watched it. Out of all he-
5: of us, you look the most like He Man from a physical. <laughs> standpoint. That's right.
4: And you said no because you're uh, you're watching what
2: now? Uh, well, a couple of things. I watched a special episode on Netflix, which uh, showed up in my recommended right next to Masters of the Universe uh, about a show called Kingdom. Okay. And then I also watched. Uh, I've been watching the Purge
7: series on Hulu. And I uh, started a new uh, little guilty pleasure called Getaway Driver with Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Okay. Actually, so, Boo, you'd like this. It's literally about
2: improvising how to get away from three pursuit cars. Hence, I was, I was thinking, I was like, you that have sounds to, right up my alley. But get away, you and have to get so, away and drive. Like you're driving away from them. Hence and the name, Getaway is, Driver. That's right. You just gotta put your skills on, on you just put your skills on display. So it's like a so it's like a game show? It's not so well, kind of, but like these are like people that have a reputation it's as skills, drivers, yeah. like drifters and stuff like it's that. Not and just they some go in there. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not just some jackass getting behind the wheel
0: going, I can beat anybody and like <laughs> out. These people have There's some, some skills. skills.
2: They're vetted. And they have to actually like legitimately show some tricks. Like if they got some tricks to get away, they can <gasps> do whatever they have to. To drive away from them so mm-hmm. the only problem is is their car they take their own vehicles and like someone had a really nice uh what Let's is it a um, decision uh the gtr somebody had a really nice Ooh, gtr and it's gone. it was just blasting through the course just tearing those guys up and then they finally kind of court he made the wrong turn and like hit some debris because it's just a jacked up old like shipyard or something like that that they have you drive through kind of mm-hmm. like death race 2000 Remember the Jason Statham one? Mm-hmm. So you're kind of driving through stuff like that, and he just obliterated his car. And they're oh. like, oh, well, what do you need? He's like, I need someone to tow my car out of here. What do I need? What and they took need? the money back from him. So, like, you start off with $2,000. You make it to the second round. You, you get five Gs. If you exit, you keep the money. If you get out, you keep the money in your pocket. And then you go to like a bigger price after that.
6: It should have been at least 50000 to start off with to actually make a, a
2: getaway <laughs> worth it. It's just a game show, man. Real life, we'd probably go for something else. Yeah, Well, so.
6: that's what I'm saying. I, I, at least make it seem sort of, you know, somebody think, be like, you know what? I think I might drive away for that. Did
4: anybody buy a drive Battle Cat?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Because if not, then fuck you, Les. <laughs> First of all, Cringer would be too scared to even go there. I didn't, uh, say, yeah, I didn't we, say Cringer. That's why he said Battle Cat. Thank you, King Tom. Right. But... We're going to talk about He-Man in a
4: second. Race. We're going to talk about He-Man in a second. Okay. But I'm glad you gave it a whole breakdown of that, that cool show that you watched. Anybody else watch anything good? And, and good, quote unquote, is why I said good because I watched something and it wasn't good.
6: That's you know, funny. It no.
4: Oh, it was a movie by M. Night. Bomber. I'm old and so upset. So I was pretty, pretty excited about going to the movie theater and watching M. Night, do this like thriller type of film. I <sighs> know it was one of the biggest pieces of trash that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Good.
8: I've seen the memes. Oh, are they, are they bad? I, I, from what I gather is you go to a beach and you get old or something.
4: Mm. Yeah. They, I'm not spoiling anything. Cause you get that in the, in the trailer, you go to a beach on a secluded Island and time is, is uh, goes by in a very, very rapid pace. Um, now, this is the typical example if the writing was better and the, not the directing, the writing was better and the acting was better. This might've been a really, really good movie, but it was, it was so bad and cheesy at some points. Cinematography was cool. The, M. Night did a great job directing it. You can tell he like gave it his all, but they took this from a graphic novel. This is the first time he's ever adapting anything. Uh, and uh it just didn't it didn't work it was really bad I laughed a couple times again (laughs) it was like I'm watching Fast and Furious I laughed a couple times when I wasn't supposed to laugh um and I'm not I'm not joking the guy from Lost um great actor who's also in um in uh Rise of Skywalker
7: uh Asian guy (sighs) oh Miles Miles Um, forgot his name Ken Lung. Ken Lung. great actor loved the guy an hour
4: into the film when we've already seen kids that are 9 years old age to like 15 or 16 people are dying and he legitimately says
7: to his wife i think there's something going on with time on this island i think people are aging quickly that that was literally an hour
4: after we just saw all of that go down and that's when i just laughed out loud and boo your dad was next to me he started laughing and he i heard him say no shit, Captain
0: Obviously,
4: <laughs> 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 Under his breath. So it was just one of these things where M. Night makes a great movie a couple of years ago with Split. You know, Glass was okay. Then he just shits the bed again. You know? So that's what I saw. I saw Old. It wasn't that good. But I
7: did see He-Man. King Tom, what's your thoughts on He-Man?
8: Um, I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. Um, it is. It's a. It's a follow. I, I would. I consider it a follow up to the the filmation series that we grew up with because mm-hmm. it seems to me that the story is based in that universe. Yes. And, um, I was. I. I how much do we want to spoil? Because less hasn't.
4: I
7: don't get spoiled no, to be honest. No, no, no. I
4: don't think we should spoil okay. it at, at all. Eric, you haven't seen it. Boo, you haven't seen it, right? No. no. Yeah, okay, No. We shouldn't spoil um, it.
6: What
3: I the just, hell? Why
4: did
6: I get all a bunch of <laughs> shit, man? Because <laughs> so
4: they had what? things to do. You watched, you watched some bullshit, and you watched the Purge. I didn't even get into the whole Purge show with you. Okay, I just focused on the race car show. Oh, you could have watched uh, He Man here or there. So they're are twenty something minute episodes. For
1: God's
8: sake, it, um, it, I, I watched them all in one morning. And there it wasn't go. like I you know had to take. Sorry, Liz. It wasn't like I had to take out time to do it. It, it goes by it goes by very quickly. Um, and it's it's very entertaining. It's extremely emotional. There were things I did not expect to feel for characters. There was one bit in the opening episode that within six seconds I was cheering, then crying, then laughing my ass off. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And because of a certain toy I because of a, one of the toys I had. Mm-hmm. And just knowing about that, I was I didn't I didn't I wasn't spoiled at all going into this. I didn't I didn't. I don't even think I watched the trailers for it. So I was surprised by where the story went. Happy with how it ended up and yelling at Kevin Smith at the end because there is a second part or season two or whatever. It's just what five episodes of Raj. Yeah,
4: it's uh, I think more than five. Well, well, this,
8: this set we got was five episodes. Oh, was it?
4: Okay, I'm on episode four, so I'm almost done. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so um, should be a shame, Les. It's only five episodes.
5: <laughs> yeah, we don't no.
4: know. But Eric gets a pass.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, went on no, no. Here, you know what? No, no, no. Let me just say this. Eric on vacation. Dude that while we watch Westworld and, and we're moving. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Just so go ahead and talk a little bit about it. I'll catch up. I'm a little behind. So okay. I
0: can't. I can't. I. Don't this is He Man,
2: bro. This, this is not Westwood. This matters. is not some
4: imaginary bullshit. It, the podcast. This call is He Man. You're He Man toys. Either way, you watched <laughs> He Man. How dare you, right now? You stay up and watch Bad Batch. You can't <laughs> so watch. Do you, He-Man. Dude. I'm a Star Wars guy, dude. Of course, I'm going to watch it. Actually, I'm just saying you're a He Man guy.
2: alone should buy me some grace. Chris Fresh, I hope you've decided to give my energy to animated Star Wars of all things. So that oh, alone should buy me some some grace points. You it okay. does for
4: Star Wars, but
2: for it, it everything, man.
4: And Mark Hamill is a damn skeleton this.
5: Oh, oh
3: man! Oh, if he, dang. you know what?
2: If he's going to be a villain, he should only be the Joker. Damn it! No, I'm just, I'm playing. I'm playing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I agree, King Tom. I what I've seen so far, and I I guess on one episode, um, I wasn't expecting the storyline to be what it is. But I am <laughs> stoked that, that Kevin Smith had the balls to do it. And I know yeah. that there's trolls out there and these right wingers that are pissed about it, but they can go fuck themselves. Yep. Um, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. The animation's super cool. It's a little bit weird to see the intro of him, of him becoming He-Man, and it mm-hmm. looks kind of different. I know Adam from our time was also pretty damn big. He was, he was buff. Yeah. Um, this Adam is not. So yeah. that, was, that's, that was a little weird. But If less is He-Man, Adam is like me.
8: That's right. Exactly. <laughs> No, that's that's right. But like, even random, like what ha- what Triclops is doing. Yes, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. In for what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to know what 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 you think when you see that final episode because.
4: Okay. Yeah, I love the fact yeah. that all the old characters are back. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm.
2: Here's the beauty of this whole sh- this whole shenanigans right now going on, dude. I'm more than likely going to start watching He Man right after this and finish it tonight before he freaking <laughs> finishes that final episode. doesn't matter. It was out Oh, yeah, it does. You, choose, you chose oh, no, to watch No, 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 dude. You chose Don't to watch you it. Dare. There's,
5: you there's dare. nothing that uh, a creative storyteller hopes for more than somebody watching their show for uh, just a grudge revenge. That's their greatest hope. <laughs>
2: The motivation uh, is there now. Yeah. Kevin Smith, you've done it.
0: <laughs> you win. Oh, man.
2: That's only wow. so I could say later, hey, so we're done. And Raj would be like, oh, I'm still waiting. I'm waiting to watch. Well, and
8: I, the, the geek dudes and Chris Fresh did did do a really good rundown of the whole series.
5: Oh, did they? Okay, great. Dude, they out. have been like turning in some really good episodes. It's, mm-hmm. it's been some really good stuff. So, uh, yeah.
4: Love those guys. We have to have Fresh on, man. He said that he's coming on. I got him. Why don't we ball.
5: get Jonesy, man?
4: Fresh is always getting to do the dance. I yeah. love. I'd love to have Jonesy too. Shit, and dirty <laughs> Uncle Mitch. Oh, uh, Uncle Mitch, like Ringo. Mitch, yeah. Anthony
5: Mitchell, you're invited as well. You should. Just you do can, can tell how much Arash loves the show.
4: Of course, yeah. you listen.
5: Hey, I don't have time to
4: listen to podcasts. I'm watching He-Man.
5: <laughs> People who listen to this show seem to forget that I'm on it on a regular basis. So and
4: I did miss three weeks in a row, so I get it. But Eric, I, I you know I don't usually listen to the motivators, but this week you killed it, bro. It was really
6: good. <laughs>
5: thanks, Trey. Yeah, that really yeah. makes me feel
6: good. You were really good on. I that. can't wait till people mention Randy over uh, Eric.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, where is oh yeah, where's Randy? I, Isn't Randy supposed I to be suspect on? I think
6: they probably are already. Dare he didn't show up. Uh,
4: okay, well there you go. Don't watch uh, whatever Les said, and don't watch old. Watch He Man. Eric, did you watch anything? Boo, did you watch anything?
6: Brittany and I, we watched uh, Band of Brothers. Oh, she shoot. had never seen it. Well, she would never awesome. seen it. I've seen it a bunch of times. God, that, that just that series is amazing. Great, great series. It is. Under, just Underrated. Very much so. I highly recommend everybody see it. It's awesome. Just all the characters, just how you feel, how, how you feel for them, the character progression, all of it. Just amazing. It's only about 10 episodes, so it's really, really. Really recommend it. It's phenomenal. Yes, and David Schwimmer's in there for all you he Friends is. fans. Yeah, so. he is. Yeah, and he's he's, uh, he's entertaining. Let's put it that way. There's actually a lot of great actors. Yes, in yeah, I was going to say gonna, everybody's in it. You're
4: going to watch it again and go, oh crap, mm-hmm. he's in it.
6: Oh crap, he's in it. Yeah, and then I also watched. I uh, just finished actually today. Uh, Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt, oh, I, the Amazon I've heard movie. Things about that, it's, it's good. It's good. I, I'm a sucker for high quality sci-fi. And this is exactly that. You can see the money they pumped into this because the monsters look very good. There's a ton of monster action. The special effects are are top notch and stuff like that. The story story's good, good enough. It's not perfect. You Something know, we've seen before. It alien time travel. So it's aspects of things you've seen before. It's nothing really groundbreaking, but it's good. Um, Chris Pratt is pretty much the only one besides J.K. Simmons, and it, you know he's always good. Um, but I, I would recommend it. I would recommend it. I, I, I dug it, but I'm a sucker for for sci-fi, so that might skew it a little I've bit. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, but it's good. It's entertaining. It's a little bit too long. It's about two hours and 20 minutes. They probably could have shaved it down to about two hours, and that would
7: have been perfect. Well, great. I'm glad.
4: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. There's, there's a trailer that I saw just yesterday, and I thought that we need to, uh, to watch it. So uh, let's just go right into it and watch this real quick. This is called... Pig, right, have you guys heard about this film?
7: I yes, yeah, yeah. no,
4: yes. The movie uh, was released just a week ago, and it has a ninety-eight percent score on Rotten Tomato. It's Nicholas Cage's film. Here you go. Let's watch Pig. <laughs> oh, big old pig, bacon,
2: <laughs> bacon. <laughs> oh, truffles. Okay.
4: Hmm. Hmm. You should be watching Voltron right now, not Voltron.
2: Damn it. Okay.
6: so what is this taken? But they just animal version beat him up.
2: Did they rush him to take his truffle sniffing pig? Yes.
0: (laughs) Academy Award winner, Nicholas Cage looking for a truffle Uh... pig. (laughs) No. ha! <laughs> I don't understand.
2: Oh Tell no no you. no no no! Is he gonna go around kicking Gordon Ramsay's ass? <laughs> you he's gotta, gotta steal the a Declaration
0: of Independence to you find know, it. Out there in the woods. Yeah. There's nothing here for you anymore. There's really nothing here for most of us. <sighs> Buy yourself a new pig. Now he's supposed to be like a world-renowned
2: chef. What are you thinking? Okay, is this john years. wick I in the iron
0: chef meal i ever cooked okay. i remember every person i ever served he just wants his pig back you live your life for them and they don't even see you you don't even see yourself Things to really care about. Who has my pig? Uh,
4: Who has my pig? You know what?
5: I'm just going to say it. That is
4: genius right there. I would watch the hell out of that. Well, I'm glad that you said that because it's killing it critically and with the audience on Rotten Tomato 98%. It looks like a joke, but I think it's going to be a pretty good movie.
8: It's easy to make fun of, but it looks good.
4: Yes, that's right. Right. So p- people that are good. listening, please check out the trailer for Pig. And visually, it looks even better than, well, I don't know if it sounded good, but visually, it looks really <laughs> cool. Um, and some yeah, people are saying Nicolas it. Cage is going to be nominated for this, for Best yeah, actor.
5: Yeah, dude, he, he's going to bring home the bacon. season.
4: Oh. Damn. I can't believe I missed that one.
5: Uh, but snap. no, seriously, it looks good. And I like the, the mentality of you never know, like, what people hold on to as to what is dear to them. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of like what their talisman for life is.
4: And what yeah, makes yeah. them snap. Yeah. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. give me my pig. Where's my pig? Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. I wonder if he's, like, setting the pig up to eat later on because he's a world-renowned chef and he wants to cook it. Or is it, like, become his friend? I think it's I, his I friend. Did-
2: I get the vibe that basically he was a world-renowned chef who got screwed over or blew it. Something Like happened. at a Michelin mm-hmm. star tryout or something like that. He Kinda probably like wouldn't Cooper. kill that pig, Les. He probably wouldn't kill that pig. Maybe not that. Maybe just somebody, maybe he went on a competition and like legit lost and got ran out of town or just, you know, shut out of that community and probably just had a breakdown, you know, maybe lost the restaurant or two. You know, it's it's a high... I mean, I was laughing at first, but it, the truth is it's a very, very, very high intensity yeah. field to right. be, especially when you start if he's a world-renowned chef digging out truffles in the freaking mud, that means he's messed with Michelin stars. Like that's just how it goes. And if you you either get them or you don't. And sometimes you you lose your whole career off of that stuff. Yeah. And I, it, it's definitely nerve-wracking, have you know, had to truffles? work so hard. Yeah, and get to some point, and now all you have is your little cabin in the woods and you're your pig and you just make your own exquisite meals and share them with this friend of yours. So yeah, I can see that. Now I understand. I'm not gonna laugh at this anymore.
6: It, yeah, it, it, it looks like uh, it looks like his wife got him the pig, and uh, something happened to the wife. Something happened to the wife, and that's all he has is the pig. And then you know somebody takes the pig, and you know he's back. You know he's <laughs> he's, he's got to do what he's got to do in order to get his pig back. He doesn't
2: right? So exquisite. Yeah, the most exquisite and delicious truffles. I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> shave them off onto the Wellington after. Boil the, the Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, that was just horrible too. That you don't boil Wellington. You don't shave truffles on the beef Wellington. Everybody. Wow, this is a really interesting
5: conversation. Did, did you hear the story about the guy with the three-legged pig? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this dude's walking this three-legged pig on a leash, right? And then another dude runs into. Me. He's like, "Oh my gosh, man, you got a three-legged pig? What's up with that?" And he goes, "This pig right here." One time, we're in my truck, I fall asleep at the wheel, crash in the ditch, my truck bursts into flames, pig pulls me out of the truck, pulls me to safety. Oh my God, is that how he lost his leg? No. Well, another time, man, my family, carbon monoxide poisoning, alarms going off, we're all unconscious, pig drags every one of us to safety. Oh my God, that's amazing. Is that when he lost his leg? No how did he lose his leg one time there was a tornado anyway blah 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 the whole point is it's like it's, how did the pig lose his leg he goes a pig that great you don't eat all at once oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway that's really good it's, sorry um oh, dude, oh, no dude that looks
4: interesting it does it does the music. So that's why i didn't say trailer, trailer trash music. because when i watched it and read the synopsis i said okay this is going to be great trailer trash and then I watched the entire trailer, and I was like, this is pretty good. I can't, I can't label this trailer trash. It was well done. So,
2: so Boo, let's try to explain <laughs> the scars and cuts on his face, because it looks like he goes on a rampage and tries to kick some ass. I, yeah. what, what if, like, bouncers at one of the, like, restaurants just beat the shit <laughs> out of him and chuck him in the alley? <laughs> yeah, he tries to be a badass. Give me my fucking drink Like, fuck you, dude. I just, just have the most grim thought, man, that they're serving up chops. That shows up. It just, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah,
6: he asked what's on the menu tonight. They're like, it's pork chops. He's like,
2: (laughs) don't say that.
6: This tastes like the forest (sighs) that I was living in. Yeah, exactly. It's got hints, the hints of the mud in the trees. He's like, oh, shit. That's how the movie is. He starts eating something
4: (laughs) accidentally. That's awful.
0: So delicious. It's so so tasty.
4: Well, you have your pig trailer kylo get us into some star wars we're in need of it right now let's go it's time for eric's star wars report
5: so hey we're gonna talk star wars but real quick let's go back to this pig thing i bet at the end when he finds his pig he drops down dramatically on his knees and lights this flare holds it up (laughs) just as the strike planes come in. They're going to blow up the place.
4: (laughs) Uh, I wonder if the pig meets him at the end and slaps and says, snap out of it. Oh, no. For your Moonstruck fans. My bad.
5: So, okay, you know how much we like it whenever somebody uh, when there's a thing that we love and then somebody will do something to it and claim that they saved it and fixed it, right? Well, remember the guy who did the deep fake and fixed the end of the season two finale of the Mandalorian and fix the whole Luke Skywalker thing because it was deeply, deeply flawed, obviously, and nobody got anything out of it because of how flawed it was. What, what I'm getting at is, is the guy who famously did the deep fake of that. That was is all right. I mean, hmm. I, and and did Tarkin, by the way. What? He also did Tarkin. Oh, he did. Yeah, I didn't see that. Regardless, yeah. the whole point is Lucasfilm hired that dude. Right. Which good on, good on him, man. But the headlines about how he fixed the Mandalorian that oh, annoys the funny. crap out of me. Yeah. Because here's what I don't want is the whole thing where like, yep, see, the fans are better at this uh, than Lucasfilm is. Blah blah.
4: You uh, know, that's uh.
7: I'm yeah, get yeah, on Lucasfilm that, but,
4: to to figure out this guy's talented, and they want to. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Well, I mean, probably because
5: he wasn't the one going. Burr, 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 Lucasfilm sucks, and look what I did to fix their crappy <laughs> stuff. And if only exactly. they would have done this. So, but that's kind of neat, you know. And it's obviously very apparent that they're aware of that stuff going on. Um, anyway, I thought it was kind of neat, King Tom.
8: Yeah i I didn't think anything was wrong with it to begin with, but you know. Lucasfilm has always been about trying to be better and expand, you know, pushing the envelope in in terms of visual effects. So if they think there's someone out there doing something better, why not give them a chance?
7: Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Uh, Speaking of doing something better. It -hmm.
5: turns out that we all need to do better at learning how. Characters' names are pronounced in books, including the people who record the audiobooks. I just stumbled across this that Charles Soul had said during a, like a panel that, um, so we've all been pronouncing it Martian Rowe, and which is how I was mentally pronouncing it whenever I was reading the book. And apparently that's how it's pronounced in the audiobook as well. Is that correct for the audiobook listeners? It's, it was pronounced Martian Rowe. So according to Charles Soul he corrects us all and says it's Mark Eon Row Hard K. So um I'm not sure how I feel about that makes me makes me question my entire existence honestly it's like why can't somebody do a deep fake of that
4: was the First time me? I listened to the first time I listened to the audiobook for the Bad Motivators it was Eric Struthers. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs>
8: uh-huh. <laughs> Was it me or at the end of that very first book, the one that Sewell wrote, did they say something like Mark on, Markion Rowe" wasn't even his
5: real name? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was it, doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, Struthers is my real name.
4: <laughs> no, and, uh, that matters.
5: Yeah. But see, there was a dude named Eric Struthers who was on the Bad Motivators. I replaced him before the first episode when we did the, the oh, they like, go. this there guy's you know. not working out, man. We need somebody else. So yeah, boom, got it, got the gig. Eric Strathers, thank you.
4: Uh, uh, can, can I go back to the pig thing real quick? Sure. It's never going to go away. I was wondering if he finds the pig at the end, and the pig is in really bad shape. Does he call like nine one one and get a ambulance out and out there?
6: Get get the stop, stop it, <laughs> stop. No. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: I have
6: ambulance. Have are, you, are, you, are you okay with yourself is. right now? <laughs>
7: yeah. I'm so proud of myself. Are,
6: are you willing to look me in the eye and say you're okay with yourself Where's right so now? When you stepped away,
2: did you Google pig-related puns? I did not. That's guy-I I, I still don't understand how he just didn't unleash his full ghostwriter powers and just wipe everybody out <laughs> just <to> find his <laughs> pig. The button so. stare. Where's my fucking I, I, I've heard that
4: the that pick joke before a long time ago? Yeah. Well, it was I, great. In third grade. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez.
7: laughs>
4: um, it wasn't well, funny then. No, no. But, but I was the, dying to get it out. So I'm sorry, uh, Eric. Please proceed with uh,
5: No, nah, it's all right, man. That was really you just derailed the show, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, anyhow. <laughs> I'm totally sidetracked now <laughs> I'm just thinking about the whole ambulance thing. Uh mm-hmm. there was a poster of <laughs> Grogu and Luke yeah and so apparently this has sold out already okay but it was um hang on let me get the artist name real quick where'd it go russell walks and it was at shop trends it's now let me get this it's a picture of luke like being awesome holding like there's like a glowing ball like or something I think it's supposed his, to be
4: the kyber crystal the kyber crystal yeah yeah
5: And then Grogu holding his hand up and it's Hot Toys, life-size Grogu um, with his hand up and all of his lightsaber parts are in the air, right? Well, Mm -hmm. it looks great. And it is a licensed piece. Meaning, you know, it was licensed there, but it didn't come from the Lucasfilm art department. Interesting. So, so, whether this has anything to do with the Mandalorian season three or not, I mean, that's still completely up in the air. Is it just a a, like a cool concept somebody you know came up with outside of Lucasfilm, or what do you think? Anybody got any opinions on this? You think this is going to be an actual thing? I
8: don't think it was. I think if it was a spoiler that, or you know, if it hinted at anything real that. We would not see anything like this. I am very surprised though that they're okay with this because back before the prequels, Topps did a um a Star Wars set and they commissioned different artists to do their interpretation of Star Wars. And there was an a Yoda card where there was this giant Yoda or statue of a Yoda type alien, like a Buddha, and then there was a another Yoda figure in front of him, like Levitate. And apparently George Lucas shut that down. Mm. So they, you know, they have a history of not letting official things be speculative like that. So to have that for sale is interesting.
4: I, yeah. think, I think it's not a coincidence that they hired this deep fake guy. And it's, this is not like a spoiler. We all know that Luke has Grogu. So mm-hmm. it would be a disappointment if we don't see Luke. With grogu at some point in season three so i think we're gonna see luke with grogu absolutely i don't know how many times he's going to be in an episode maybe in the very beginning and then that changes but i think it's definitely a possibility well i would love it if we did i definitely want to see that storyline go Mm -hmm. but
5: um so hey can we go back to this pig thing real quick yeah please um what if the pig was not actually his to begin with, but it was part of a litter. Right. And he wanted a pig so bad and he couldn't get one of his own. So he and his wife kidnapped this pig. Right. And so then they hire this insane bounty hunter to get the pig back from him. And all he wants to do is take care of this pig. Um, And his wife's Holly Hunter. I should mention that. But uh,
7: anyway, I don't know. It's just a thought I had. Or, or what if, I mean, he and the pig switched faces.
5: And the pig, now that's what I want to see, isn't even the one that got kidnapped.
2: Exactly. And it's like, where's my pig? My truffle sniffing pig. Where is it? But the person saying that is actually the pig.
5: Right. Right. And Nicolas Cage is the one who got kidnapped by the pig nappers. And, and like, if the pig got its, Snout off. Oh, exactly. See, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, Yeah. uh, That pig's name is Arizona, by the way. I should mention that. Um, I was going
2: to say, that's how you raise Arizona. It it is. Do you think at any point the pig would be dressed as Elvis jumping out? Oh, Oh my gosh. I hope. And Landing 3000. No, am I wrong? No, 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 no. No, No, that's a different movie. Different movie. Different franchise.
4: I wonder if the people that stole the pig, are they called hamburglers?
6: Oh, good get
4: No,
2: <laughs> no <laughs> but, but then again, what if he has to end up in a plane? With some snakes on it? Not some snakes, but, you know, with some some uh, eggs con. Eggs cons, you know, ham and eggs <laughs> con there. <laughs> what the
4: fuck is happening?
2: I, I apologize, people. I'm,
4: uh, if you're still listening... We love you.
2: (gasps) What if Garland Green and and, uh, Hannibal Lecter (laughs) stole his pig? Garland Green from Con Air (laughs) and Hannibal Lecter (laughs) stole his pig to find truffles so they could eat people with them.
6: (laughs) That's all they want to do is just eat people (laughs) with truffles. That's the
3: whole world. Um,
6: Well, huh? (laughs) I wonder if he
4: secretly like wrote Nicolas Cage the pig a letter without the, the kidnapper's. Finding out, I wonder if he wrote it in invisible oink.
2: This chef is a retired Italian officer who plays his mandolin before he finds truffles. Please, or I just tell me you remember that. He plays his mandolin while walking. You know, Captain Corelli's mandolin. Oh wow, you're busting out the deep cuts for <laughs> Nicolas Cage,
6: dude. I did a Moonstruck, but that the, that one's that's that's a deep one. Uh, yeah, yeah. This uh, this whole thing is cutting me deep. Yes, or this pig
2: uh, him from drinking himself to death and leaving Las Vegas. Oh. Uh, yeah. Now we're just going. Now we're just going all around. Or, we're just go. Or we're doing. A, we're he, doing a, a cage minute here, aren't we? Yeah. Are. We, he takes it Seems
5: like he decides to become a vigilante, right? Yeah. And he trains the pig to like kick people's asses and ah, stuff. And there it is. Uh, yeah. What that'll if, be. That was one of my what, favorite cage. What
8: if the pig was a meteorologist who carried around a bow and arrow to protect himself against attacks? While dealing with his awkward daughter's adolescent years and his father's impending death,
4: Which one's that one? I think the Weatherman.: Man. The Weatherman,
8: yeah.: Well, I think also oh no, no it didn't. You got pretty Because the pig was supposed to be Superman at one point.
2: <laughs> yeah. What if this character got supposedly got bitten by a vampire and decided to, you know take this pig and leave society and live in the woods? I'm going deep. If you guys don't know Nick Cage's career, what the hell are we doing this for? dude? <laughs> that's vampires kiss come on
4: did you watch that this weekend too <laughs> <laughs> all right well, okay let's get star wars okay, you know what i did watch though i watched Big.
5: episode 13 of the bad batch yes we did too Fortunately, and uh
7: did we did we anyway so um it was good i guess yeah it was good yeah, it was it was okay wasn't
5: my fave, but you know, yeah. here we are. We're just a few episodes out from the end. Well, there's three more, and right. Right. Mm-hmm. I okay. So, a couple of things I'm curious about. We can talk about the episode if you want. They go do stuff, stuff happens. There's Deveronian
4: guy gets his cor- horn cut off. Yeah, yes, horn gets cut off. That's but, true.
5: um, uh, you know, what's the end of the, the season ending? art gonna be is it just gonna be a two episode thing is it gonna be like two episodes but the last one is super long uh I mean I, I don't want to call this
4: filler because I think that's kind of unfair but yeah I mean it was um, um, it was a cool episode Eric it wasn't it was my least favorite what probably trying to think was this my least favorite episode yeah I think it was one of my least favorite episodes <coughs> excuse me but we put that batch in such a high standard now that when we get something like this, we go, we just like just it's kind of like a downer a little bit, especially when there's only three left.
2: Okay, right. what I should what should have happened is is this episode should have came earlier in the season.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It should have come like almost right after they get pretty much contracted to Sid to Sid. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it makes sense that some type of gang stuff would go down and a takeover would happen, but put that in the, you know, s- sandwich that further, I mean, earlier into the season, that way we get all the gangster stuff, or at least get all the Sid stuff out of the way, it just would have fit there. It just doesn't fit after all the momentum and then even the appearances of other characters and all this other stuff has been established. It, it just doesn't flow the way it should have.
4: This been. just hit me though, that maybe he waited, Filoni waited for this time frame to introduce Maul again with the pikes because maul works with the pikes am i correct king tom
8: he's the head of a rival syndicate
4: a rival syndicate well well, maybe this was like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce a huge character again so let's just throw this in there right now i i I don't see why he would wait till this week to drop that episode um i don't know i don't know we'll see it's a lot of questions to be answered in three episodes man For me,
5: it's like you've got the episode before ends with these clones making this big stand and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And not that I expected them to pick up right on that story beat, but I also didn't expect this. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the episode. And I think if I were just like binge watching the season, I'd be like, hey, cool. But yeah, it just struck me as curious, I guess and i don't want to come off as like if i
4: that i hated it because i certainly did and this but, next uh, episode that's coming out is going to be called war mantle and war mantle if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, can tom correct me if i'm wrong is the start of the clones pretty much being dissolved and yeah re- it's, the, it's
8: the program that that other admiral is working on where he's doing non-clones Uh, that's right as stormtroopers or death troopers yeah right Right. and we hear this
4: in rogue one and the novelization of Rogue one correct
8: yeah it's it's just one of the projects that Jin is going through on the imperial computers
4: that's pretty cool though that yeah so i guess we're going to get that a big emphasis on that eric this week well you know that'll be cool
5: i i don't know man i find myself not wanting this to end And I wasn't sure that I was ever going to feel that way about it during the, and I know we've talked about this before, but during their, uh, the bad batch arc in Mm -hmm. season seven of the clone wars, I'm like, "Eh, you know, okay, I get it. They're neat. Glad that's over. Mm -hmm. And, but dang, man, if they didn't turn these into lovable characters that you care about, um, that crosshair though, Mm -hmm. you know, if anybody's going to get a horn cut off, it should have been him. Hey, he do, you think, do you
4: think that he missed on purpose? You know, people are saying that he's, he's been missing a lot when he, when he shoots towards them. And Crosshair doesn't normally miss. Do you, you think that he's conflicted at all? Um, Man, that's tough
5: to say because he f- seems like he's got a lot of hate, a lot mm-hmm. of anger in him. Like, he's genuinely disappointed. If he is, I would say it would almost have to be subconscious because uh Well, again, though, here's what ends up happening. This is just the same thing as why Luke Skywalker can't be in every scene of the sequel trilogy, because he's just he's this unstoppable force that you can't do anything with. No, nobody can stand against him. And when you have somebody who's a shot like like uh, Crosshair and you've got him shooting at your main heroes, it's like we've seen him do some crazy stuff where, you know. Uh, was was I guess this would have been in season seven of the Clone Wars, where he's running down and he's like throwing all those things against the wall as he runs, and it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of mirrors, and he shoots mm-hmm. them and it sends a laser just bouncing all around. Right. Dude, the, if the guy did that while he's running down a sewer tunnel, he wouldn't be missing these people like That's this. What I'm so. saying, so. They ran a risk by even allowing it to occur mm-hmm. in the show. So, if they don't have some reason for it, it's kind of like, how can stormtroopers be such impa- impossibly bad shots? Well, it's because they're shooting at the heroes of the film and you can't have them off. <laughs> That's you right. You know what I mean? So, in having said all that, man, I don't know if they'll actually have a reason for that or it's just he misses because the story doesn't allow
6: him to hit him.
4: Mm hmm. But what you think? You, you caught up
6: to the Bad Batch? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I saw this current. I, I agree. It was, it was a decent episode. I agree with less that it should have been earlier on. Um, I don't know yet. It just didn't really do any, anything or any progress for me, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. that, that always kind of bugs me. Um, yeah, but it was, it, was, it was a fine episode. It's a decent <laughs> episode. Nothing really to write home about. When you guys were talking about it, I was like, shit, I did see it. And I had to remind <laughs> myself what I saw. I was like, oh, that's right. There's bugs, drugs and gangsters
4: hmm. pretty cool yeah yeah i An- no. animation of those of those the pi- oh, the the creatures the yeah
6: creatures, it's phenomenal but I, I i have we figured out what uh spice is exactly like it's like heroin i was about to say it's Yeah, like, 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 like a real life drug what would it be yeah because that's the first time i've actually seen it in yeah I guess.
2: First of all, it was packaged <laughs> kilo, like a legit break yeah, of dope. In a, rea- in a reaction video, let's <laughs> yeah. was like that shit's real, man. That's, <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was I like, it, was like it looks like real a real kilo, F, dude. Like for yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, I, I just, was like, I was like, like, okay, who's gonna slip the pinky in there, the pinky nail in there, yeah. and give it a quick <laughs> test, dude?
6: Jeez. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was like, oh shit, that was like the first time I've seen like actual drugs. Is that the first time we've ever seen spice in a Star Wars animated or live action production?
3: Uh. Drugs.
6: I, I think it might be. All, all I know is Lucasfilm is trying to push drugs onto kids now. So I don't, you know, it's just just all bad. Spice is actually just truffle. You know what? I'm not sure about that. Um, I'm not going to
5: bite on that. Um, <laughs> one thing that, so mm. like, and the reason I said it's like opium is that in uh, Into the Dark, that's the name of that second High Republic novel, correct, King Tom? Uh,
8: the second one.
5: Yeah. yeah yeah into the dark so in that um what's his name uh um matthew mcconaughey he keeps saying that this spice is medicinal yeah and then they use it medicinally in the story sorry spoiler alert should have gone in right. yeah but he says i told you it was medicinal and that's just like percocet it, you know it serves a function but all people also get addicted to it from using it recreationally or and use it recreationally
4: where it's an opioid. And in, a, in the Thrawn book that I'm, I'm uh, reading right now, they say that you can change the spice into something even more lethal.
7: Um, you just add a little bit of everything some, nice. Yeah, and
4: that's interesting mm-hmm. there because in the book, it says that you can't use some, some of it medicinally. Uh, but
7: if you alter it and you do something else with it, it completely becomes illegal. Yep.
3: Hmm.
7: That's that's
6: cool. Drugs. Space drugs are drugs.
5: great, man. Space drugs. They Space drugs. are. They'll solve all your problems.
6: Mhm.
5: It really worked out for me. But
4: um so yeah. Right. Yeah. We have it. We have a voicemail about this bad batch um of, of drugs? Not no. Oh, I ahead. hope it's a good. I don't know about this drugs. drugs. Neil, if you do drugs, stop. <laughs> yes, if you do do drugs, stop. Just stop. Hmm. Neil, um just say no. talk a little bit about the Bad Batch. Eric,
1: you uh you have What's that? Up? Here it comes. What's up, Seth Listers? It's Neil, your boy from Chicago, calling in today about the Bad Batch. Nothing particularly plot related, I'm actually recording this ahead of the new episode coming out tomorrow, because this to be Thursday, July twenty second. But I've been giving a lot of thought to the fact that they have been kind of connected. Um, you know, with multiple forming rebel cells, so I'm wondering what their ultimate end will be. Or I guess my question is, what do you each want their ultimate end to be? You know, do you want them to go down in a blaze of glory in a battle? Do you want them to retire to some off-world planet, you know, in the back corner of the galaxy and they get forgotten or get to live out a life in peace? You know, how do you want it to go down? Personally, I kind of want them to go out a blaze of glory if that, you know, if they have to have an end on screen, you know, that would be my preferred way. Because I think that's how they'd want to go down, go down fighting. But what do you think? Hope you guys are having a great day. Have a good rest of your week. All right. Talk to you later.
4: Neil, thank you, buddy. That's a great question. How would you guys want it to go down? Personally, I want one or two of them to die uh, and then the rest of them live. I think there's got to be some consequences, dude. Well, sure. The stakes have got to be real. Yeah. But the thing is,
5: man, when they come up with these characters that you love, you got to do something with them besides just off them. Mm -hmm. Because you got to figure what's going to happen to Omega. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to let her die in the show. If they do, shame on them. But that would be awful. I think what you would ultimately have to do. It to have it work out is kind of what we are talking about with Grogu, where you got to get her out of the picture and you got to send her out to some middle of nowhere thing to be and protected by whoever remains of the bad batch. And, you know, the ones that if, if anybody's got to eat it, the ones I would want it to be are crosshair because I could
7: still consider him part of the batch, even though mm-hmm. he's not immediately part of it. And I then, agree. um, Probably probably echo that's what I was just gonna say <laughs> echo that sucks because he's gone through a
4: lot of crap, but yeah, yeah, but, but he's half he's half robot anyways,
5: beep so what do you what do you guys think? I mean, what do you want to have happen to him or and or what do you think will actually happen to him?
8: Yeah, I think that's the danger with a kind of fluid universe where you tell. You at any point tell stories that could happen at any point, and because they weren't in anything that existed before the Bad Batch, it's it's hard to 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 write an ending for them. I think I'm I'm with Raj. You know, have have consequences where some of them die off, but then just say the rest are sick of fighting and go off to live on some beach planet somewhere that's not Scarif.
4: I was gonna say that's oh. not Scarif. That's true. Maybe they can find Rex and they
7: can live all happily ever after, you know? But then where were they during rebels? Uh, Rex went crazy and killed all that checks out. Mm. Yep. And that's the, that's the danger of the way
5: star Wars timeline works Mm -hmm. and the, where they jump in with the storytelling, because there's all these things that have been established and you have people who are not only just inherently good, but incredibly good. Right. Who are against the Empire and all these things? well, okay, then where are they going to be during the biggest rebellion against the Empire of all time, which is the rebel alliance which goes up against the Death Star and that whole bit? Where were they? Of course, yeah, you know, to be fair, the uh the youth the galaxy's big. I was
2: mm-hmm. just about to say that. I was just about to say, I think it's big enough for them to continue to do some things in another mm-hmm. corner of it or in another area. I don't see the, the issue is exactly what we the, the elephant in the room is. What are you going to do with Omega? You know what? What really? And I just see her learning too much and developing too much skill to not be able to thrive and be some type of influence somewhere else. You know, maybe maybe even possibly show up in rangers of the republic who knows i don't know you know that that would be my guess would just be maybe even have that whole fake out where it looks like they went down in a blaze of glory you know the the big explosion and then they just slid out the other side because they're you know these guys are resourceful i mean i'm sure we're gonna lose crosshair i'm pretty sure of it crosshair Mm -hmm. or echo to me are gone they're gone they're we're gonna lose one of them in the next couple of episodes but i do think the galaxy's big enough for them to find some other pocket and just do their thing. And maybe they help, they, they become, a, you know, like a refugee planet. They run a planet for, you know, people to, that are displaced or something.
4: How cool would it be to see, like, a Wrecker in a live action? That'd be really cool.
6: It'd be John Cena. I was thinking of uh, Batista.
2: Probably not, because it would need to be, like, a guy like Roman Reigns or The Rock, because mm. they're islanders so mm-hmm. oh yeah go yeah that and, makes you, sense. you gotta go find the giant islander. yeah that makes sense i mean even yeah you gotta go find a giant islander and have them you know from tonga the rock Omega would be Samara. so cool huh?
5: mm-hmm. so only let's say only one member of the bad batch survives not oh. counting Omega. who oh. do you want it to be obviously you're it's gonna be everybody's gonna pick either hunter yeah or wrecker ricka
2: Rekka. Rekka. Rafa, Rafa, I don't know, man. That's a puncher for there. me. Hunter for me, because because then you start to think like, wrecker has got some issues, man. He's gonna get old at some point, and like, dementia and all that stuff looks like it's already setting in. You know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy. He looks like he's got some problems. So he's got some CTE going on. O- omega's gonna have to duck a couple of you know rogue punches here and there at some point Aww. you know uh, I, uh, ugh, that's scary man I think yeah Hunter's gonna have to survive ugh, that's hard I'm sorry because well,
5: he's such a child
2: Wrecker is a child yeah, mm-hmm. that's my point yeah exactly he's gonna get to a level of yeah but I, I mean if there's anyone going out in a blaze of glory it's, it's Wrecker like it's him for sure he's gonna yeah. be the one you know doing something awesome. And then he's gone. He's gone.
5: Well, if that is what happens, I hope that he has a death scene with Omega where he's telling her that she's special and how much he cares about her and all these things. And
2: no, that'd be rough. Uh, yeah.
5: Yeah.
7: yeah. Damn.
2: Damn. That's touchy, man.
7: Yeah. yeah. That's rough. What do you Dang, want? To I wish again? we hadn't talked about it now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I brought it up.
1: Hey about people! Pigs. Please
2: do not be driving as you're listening to this. Just yeah, just home. all sad. Just chill. Uh, <laughs> listen to some, some some hot upbeat music
6: after this. Yeah. <laughs> Call somebody. Tell them you love them. Um, probably wow. just just for entertainment purposes. Tick. I just wanted to hear Omega say "Dick from Round."
1: Tick. Tick. come here, tick. Tick. Hey, Dick, you hungry? I come like here, Tick. Come here, Dick. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Dick.
7: <laughs> that's that's yeah, what I would wow. want just for entertainment purposes. Oh, I would love to see these guys in live action, though.
4: So cool! I can't wait to see like cosplayers at celebration. That'd be cool.
2: We're inevitably going to see a Rambo slash Hunter cross oh, cross for player, sure.
7: for sure. You can be Recker. Huh? That'd be cool. Yeah. Yep. You're built exactly right for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not tall enough, though. But I'll make it work wear heels just heels that'd be fine or or not (laughs) creepers creepers old school creepers anyway anyway whatever anyway (laughs) apparently
5: by the way let me loop back I mentioned uh the high republic novels apparently there's a new one out King Tom
8: uh I believe it's out of the shadows by Justina Ireland I have not started it yet
5: he if he starts it now by the time we get to the end of the episode, he'll have finished it
7: and he Twice. can t- fill us in on it. Yeah. But, uh, so, hey, anybody here if it's good or not? I have heard uh-huh. nothing. <laughs> I, I've heard some people like it. Okay. So, cool. maybe. There you go. But, well, cool, man. I don't have anything
5: else, dude. Hey, I, I do want to say that I've thought that the score. Um, behind each episode of the bad batch has really just kept ratcheting it up it's there's some
4: great work in that show man absolutely yeah cannot wait it's coming down to the nitty-gritty can't wait to see how they end this thing but let's get into some other stuff real quick the ghostbuster trailer came out and holy moly um everybody has seen it i would imagine yep it is pretty phenomenal we got an email about it Hello, everyone. On the Sith list, just got done watching the new Ghostbusters trailer. And this is from Robert from Rancho Cucamonga, by the way. Um, And man, it hooked me. And it looks like there's going to be some good nostalgic moments and characters in it. I'm excited to see how the story progresses. (coughs) Excuse me. Off the originals. My question to you guys is if the movie ends up being really good, would you want them to do a semi-sequel to a movie like Back to the Future set later in the storyline? Story like the new Ghostbusters apparently is. Maybe like Doc's grandchildren finding the DeLorean and getting in trouble on some adventure through time. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know. Just a thought. hope everybody's doing well and continue to stay safe. Robert from Rancho. Now, what did you guys like about this trailer? I, I loved everything about it. I thought it brought back some nostalgia. I thought that it was
6: pretty much focused on science fiction. Did you see it, Boo? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Boo, what did you think? No, I I liked it too. One of the things that I liked the most about it is that it uh, it looks very good. Like even you know Ghostbusters, you know the original one for for the time, it looks pretty good. The yeah. special effects are good. Up. You know, yeah, it holds up. You know, the 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 slime ghost looks actually pretty fucking good still. You know, things like that. And I'm glad that they kept that going with this one, where it, you can still get the same feel. You're like, I know I'm watching Ghostbusters visually but it looks really good. Um, what is it? The, I hope that it, I, I, I know, I know Wolf Hartson will do a good job. I just hope that all the kids aren't annoying. Mm-hmm. That's the one, that's the one risk that I have. I'm just like, I know Paul Rudd's going to do great. All that. I just, I just hope that the kids aren't bugging me so much. And then also how, uh, I guess how how do they connect it all? Because it seems like they're in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? You know I, what I mean? Yeah. And it seems like you know, I, I New York City's not like the epicenter of all ghost stuff, but it seems like there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming from there. So I don't know. It just just how they connected is is what I'm interested in. You know? Yeah. So that it's was like answered in the earlier that, trailers.
2: It's pretty much answered, Boo.
3: Is it? Oh, yeah. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, I
2: think what it is is basically either Egon was like. Egon and Ray were like, we got to dump the energy somewhere else. Uh, they, oh, they I don't have- think it's that at all. Well, no. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, that's where the, the fault line is or something like no, that. No, it's no, no. Like-
8: it's like Shandor mine. Shandor mine. Ah, Shandor okay. was the guy who built that building in one.
2: Right.
6: Right. Oh, so this guy's been. And place. I guess they, they said
8: like the metal was conducive to Ghost. harnessing.
4: Yeah.
6: Yeah. Huh. Okay. So that, that's how it
4: that sounds. But there's some cool callbacks. And some interesting stuff, some of the people that watched her reaction video put that, did you guys notice that the grandkids, um, the daughter had the same look as the Ghostbuster cartoon as, is, as her grandfather? The haircut and the glasses yeah. were that look, mm-hmm. which was rad. Um, and um, when he's um, at the wagon, the Ecto-1, he, the way he's standing is exactly like Harold Ramis uh, s- stood uh,
3: yeah, in, in, I, I like that
2: part. Out of everything, I like the uh, the connection to Harold Ramis. And yeah, what a good way to like you know remember this guy. And his
4: son good. is the one that's directing this thing, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. So, oh, is I, it? Is it? No, no, no. No, Ivan no, no it's Jason one. Reitman. No, it's it's Ivan Jason Reitman's Reitman. son. Ivan Reitman's yeah. son. And Ivan and Ivan Reitman passed away, correct? I think he did. Mm. Yeah, Stop I think he did. That. Yeah, check that. Check out. Fact check me. <laughs> uh, but I think he passed away.
2: And and for for people that are kind of uh wondering if it's going to be a comedy, I think there's going to be enough comical oh, moments yeah. in this thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, the it's just this uh the way this trailer looked, I could see people going, "Oh, it looks like it's going to be this, this dramatic thing." But it, it, this is just the feel they put yeah. out there. This is just the vibe of the movie. If Paul Rudd is going to be some some laughs. Yeah, life. there's absolutely no way Rudd is going to not do something or have yeah some type of comical and we see Dan
4: Aykroyd at the very end we see Annie Potts which is great yes I think we're going to see everybody tell you the truth but we're definitely getting do we get
7: Rick
2: do we
4: get Rick Moranis we might even get Rick Moranis if he's if he's doing commercials for Ryan Reynolds cellular thing he can do a damn Ghostbusters movie that'd be rad if we get Sigourney Weaver we get them all can you imagine that so who answered the phone it's a- ackroyd yeah dan Aykroyd. For- yeah
5: he
7: definitely. says
2: we're close
6: <laughs> yeah uh, definitely ackroyd yeah because that's his uh was it the occult store or whatever yeah. there's a couple other things too but yeah but that's like his odd books and for the occult store what sucks is we're gonna have to wait till thanksgiving for
4: this thing
3: mm-hmm. yeah
4: that's kind of unfortunate yeah sucks but very cool man very stoked about this uh looks like they're on the right direction that's for sure Some other stuff. Did you guys hear that James Gunn wants to do a DC crossover, DC Marvel crossover? Yeah. Yeah. It says, this is what he's put. I would really be happy to do a Harley Quinn and Groot movie. Not only have I thought about that, but I actually talked about that to the heads of both Marvel and DC. It's like everybody's open to everything, but whenever anything would ever happen, who knows? But the idea of being able to bring Marvel and DC together in a movie that would be really fun for me—I
6: think just for him.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. What do I I would I don't know if I'd pick those two characters, but I do trust him.
5: That's for sure. If it's Harley Quinn and Groot, they're the I got wood jokes will get
4: old super fast. Oh gosh. He is a teenager too. That's the best part. What storyline would you guys want to see, King Tom and Les? You guys are the two comic book gurus. What, dude? Crossovers? I. What about me? I got a storyline I'd like to see. I, hey, well, let them speak first. I defer to Eric. <laughs> Just joking, Eric. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> you no, you should see the face I said that. No,
5: my storyline would be that none of it happens, and we don't <laughs> ever have to have this conversation again. You don't want it. You don't want a crossover. No, okay. no buys, man. Okay
8: about this? Harley Quinn is sitting in the cabin in the woods with her tr- with her animatronic tree that can hunt truffles and someone <laughs> finds the tree and she has to go find it.
4: Yeah, now I, we're talking. I definitely wouldn't want Harley Quinn. Yeah, Crossover DC Marvel. It, it's so
2: that. hard to do, man. It, it is just so you have to figure out. I mean, you have to figure out the mechanism that brings both universes together, first of all. Yeah, so, that's true. I we mean, got the, 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 we got the
6: multiverse. We got Flashpoint going I on. I get that. Yeah, that's all day. there. Oh, right. And all you
2: need is for like Darkseid and uh, Kang to, to screw around and run into each other and be like, oh, well, let's do this thing. And there you go. So the, the, it can happen.
7: But it's just. That'd be my the reason why it would be a, yeah. it, The reason why it would be a no for me is
2: just. DC just hasn't stepped up. They just haven't been consistent to make anybody even want to say, is this something we could do here? You know, like it's happened. So it's not far fetched. You know, they've done crossovers that were they great No, They've even gone as far as to amalgamate the characters and, you know, mold them all together. So you got Batman and Wolverine called dark claw. (laughs) Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so many others, I think Wonder Woman and Storm were thrown together as a, an amalgamation, uh, Captain America, Superman, obviously um but yeah, you could do it, but it's just d c's got to get up there they're, they're 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 so inconsistent across the board. I mean the, Superman and Lois is a very good show, but is it going to be a great first season and in the second season, the third season, you lose us like Arrow. You know what I mean? We were watching Arrow for how many seasons did you watch in a three? No, like five. But the problem, like I always say, is yeah. when Marvel shows on Netflix it, came out boom, and just ruined right. everything for me. Exactly. You know, Flash is really in good. In a good
4: way. In a good way.
2: Yeah. Flash is a very good show. But then, you know, you get clunkers and you get all the other stuff. Harley Quinn is a great character. Uh, she there. If anything, they should be centering the universe around her more, I think they've they've missing the boat on that but if anybody could pull off a crossover it would be James Gunn and guess what would happen it definitely would be Harley Quinn and Groot or just be the z-list characters of Marvel and DC probably just goofing around somewhere all of a sudden going who the hell are you well, who the hell are you and it's like Kite Man from DC and I don't Frog know Man, Frogman Frog Man. there you go Kite Man and Frog Man hanging out all of a sudden you look up and it's like the Battle of New York and they're like oh, so you got some super freaks over here, too, just like we do, huh? Yeah, we got some big blue idiot that flies around in under, red underwear. Yeah, it's just it, it would be him just making fun of everybody. So I, I think I could do that. That I could do. Yeah, like, if just, it's like I a just,
4: fun, like, Suicide Squad type. In, of, yeah.
2: Just self-parody kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I
4: could. And also, this is a little segue. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is actually developing his own Superman project. For HBO Max which is super cool uh, this came from Collider Michael B. Jordan and his production company uh, Outlier Society are developing their own Black Superman project for HBO Max that centers around Val Zod, incarnation of the character Collider has exclusively learned. That's pretty cool sources say that the Outlier Liar Society has hired a writer who is currently working on the script though we are unable to ascertain their identity though it was initially unclear whether the Bow Project would be a movie or a limited series. Sources have since reached out to clarify that as of right now, it is in
7: fact being written as a limited series that Jordan will produce and possibly even star in. Cool. I, Isn't this what you cool. wanted, Les? Yes. I what I need is what, what I
2: need is for them to also take some uh, another version of Superman has been firmly established and they need to build this person up. And if you're watching Superman and Lois, John Henry irons, who is steel is legitimately in the show. And this is someone, this is a character that they can really flesh out if they wanted to, but I do like the Valzod. I, I really do like that. I I just didn't want. uh, You didn't want Clark Kim to be playing letter for letter cow. Yeah. 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 There's just some characters you don't need to. Sure. I feel, I feel, okay, and I understand if other people want to see that, but in some cases, for me, that just, you just really don't need to do that. Right, right. I- you can establish the fact that there are other Kryptonians. Trust me, That's Superman may, cart Kent may be the only Kryptonian, but guess what's happened over the last 40 years? Hundreds of them have popped up right. left, right, center, from any show, from Smallville mm-hmm. to freaking uh, Krypton. On uh, Matter of factly, there's a vial with a little city called Kandahar that is just sitting there, if I'm not mistaken, that is full of Kryptonians. And if somebody wanted to break it out and bring it to, si- to scale, you got a full city of Superman just, <laughs> just flying around if they wanted. to. Shit. So it's there, you know, and I'm probably wrong on the city. I think it's Kandahar, not Kandahar. You get saying, a pass what? on that one. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Now, that was all for you, Wim. There it is, Wim,
4: <laughs> after he just shit on DC for 50 minutes. He gave you a little. Little a little mug. tug. Yeah. Ah. Oh, speaking of when. No, actually, fuck you, Wim. <laughs> um, I think love we should listen to love. we should end this thing. Oh, we know, we love you, Wim. He you knows when we say fuck you, Wim. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh <laughs> let's listen to a voicemail. I, I don't know who sent this voicemail. It's kind of weird. I think it was like Rick Rubin or something or some crazy guy oh by the way a a moment of sound i just thought of this because of beards a moment of sound eric you were talking about this earlier yeah um dusty
5: hill from zz top man uh passed away at his home and uh that's what a good run and uh you know he he and the rest of the top were on king of the hill he was hank hill's cousin Right, And uh, I thought it was really cute, man, that they could go in and do something like that and uh, good sport about it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, passed away at the age of 73, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe it was 73. But uh, Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace.
3: Great, you, uh,
5: great catalog. Did,
4: mm-hmm.
8: did you ever hear the story of ZZ Top and how they ended up on Back to the Future?
7: No, no. In
4: fact,
8: I think they, they told this story during the um the comment, the directors, the DVD t- DVD commentary of three. So they they wanted to have Ronald Reagan be the mayor of 1885 Hill Valley, and they wanted ZZ Top to be like the the musical guests at the at the festival
3: uh-huh. that
8: they went to. So they reached out to ZZ Top's manager. And ZZ Top's manager looked through the script and returned it and said, ZZ Top will only be in this movie if you make these changes. First of all, he wanted ZZ Top to be the stars of the movie. Secondly, <laughs> he wanted the DeLorean change to that red truck.
4: Oh, my God.
8: And the red truck was the thing that enabled the kids to travel through time and have, like, the keys and he, you know, Marty get the keys from ZZ Top and I, you know the producers and Spielberg said no thanks, and I guess so. The manager went and said I turned down this movie for you. It turned out he had never seen Back to the Future <laughs> and didn't know like what was going on, so like that was magnitude. why he changed it. And mm. and the three guys loved the movie, uh-huh. and they like, they nearly fired him because they wanted to be in the movie that that bad. Oh, that's they cool. went back. Okay, it was a misunderstanding. We we want to do it. That's what they say in in the DVD commentaries. I've always loved that story.
5: Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. Now, something. speaking of which, when they are in the the Old West, they're playing this melodic theme at the dance, Mm -hmm. and I was hoping that it was based off of one of their actual songs, but from what I can tell, it's not. But do you guys know if it actually was?
8: It's called Double Back in the credits.
5: Huh. I, I well, they had the song "Double Back." Mm-hmm. Got the double back, my friend. Right. But but that's—I don't think that was the theme that they were playing as, like the acoustic, uh, not bluegrass band, but whatever you right. would call it that they were doing.
8: I think that might be the only credit they had. Like that's the only thing credited in
5: when you, you get to the you. music section, because mm-hmm. I is think they—that mm-hmm. song is in the
7: um, in the credits, isn't it? Oh, double back? Yeah. Oh, may- then maybe. Yeah.
5: I can't remember, man. My wife hates listening to the credit music. As <laughs> soon as the movie's over, she's like, can you turn that down? Well, yeah, we're splitting up. I'm just kidding <laughs> about that. Oh, my gosh. I'm totally kidding. But yeah, she hates
4: listening to it. So, anyhow. By the way, Ivan Reitman is still alive. I'm sorry, Ivan Reitman. I just killed you off. Damn. Yeah. But it's cold. That's awful. Yeah, obviously Harold Ramos has passed away. But it is Ivan Reitman's son that's directing this film, which is pretty cool. But, so anyway, you want this voicemail? I actually don't, but <laughs> y- yes, just kidding. Yes, absolutely. I, I've been waiting for this um, for a while. So let's uh, listen to this voicemail from Rick Rubin or whoever it is that sent this.
0: Hello, my name is DJ Double R. You might recognize me from my time as the DJ for Beastie Boy, or my appearance in the movie Crush Groove. The rest of you might recognize me as music's own Rick Rubin. I love Syphilis, and it made my day to hear you mention my name last week. I am the Omega your Bad Batch. I know who all of you are. Diraj, Neo from The Matrix says that he wants to put the biscuit in the five hole any time that he plays against your team again, whatever that means. King Kong, I had breakfast with Dr. Haskell from the movie Spell the other day. Did you know that he's an even better musician? Oh, Unless the Terminator wants me to tell you that you should always dry scoop before working out. Oh, <laughs> and Eric. Shit, oh, sorry. hold on. Oh, hey, Arena of Cats. I'm leaving a message right now with the Sith I know, but, well, no, he, he doesn't like it when you say Struthers. It's strawthers No, no. Look, I would introduce you to him, but you had him personally taken down twice. Sorry, I can't make the intro. Boy, that was awkward. Eric, I just want you to know that you are metal. Is Randy around? If so, you're my boy, Blue. And of course, I saved the best for laugh. I love all of you, motherfucker. But Boo... I've been hoping to get the chance to tell you this in person. You and Naboo can go fuck yourself. I mean, really fucking fuck yourself. That shit's fucking bullshit every motherfucking time. Anyway, I have 99 problems, and Naboo ain't one. <laughs> that guy from Iron Man just arrived to Shangri-La to hang out. I better go. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my style guru, Tracy Moon. I'm with you. I didn't even notice that Eric Strathers was gone either. Well, the Waller's from the Beatles is waiting for me now. Great talking
7: to almost all of you. What, <sighs> I gotta run. Tracy Mission. Moon. Mission think, accomplished. Uh,
8: Rick Rubin forgot that he produced two Weezer
6: records.
7: Yeah. That's, uh... Mm. I wasn't
5: sure how I felt about that until he railed on Naboo, and I'm yeah. like, okay. We'll yeah, re- <laughs> I, <it will laughs> it.
4: Right, the Naboo really helped that thing. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you, Tracy. That was uh, phenomenal. Tracy's a great guy, isn't he? He is. I guess.
7: (laughs) I was waiting for more. I'm just
2: going to start having a box that just has just my head, so you guys will talk about how big I am and end up talking about dry scooping.
4: No, we're talking about how big you are because of your head. (laughs) That too. Guys, this reminds me. I'm supposed to tell you. Lumberjack Nick... He wanted me to let everybody know that lives in Southern California or anywhere near Southern California to uh, head over to Scum and Villainy on August 28th. We're doing a meetup, um, not just the it but every Star Wars fan that's around, that's close. Please come by. I know that Rick Rubin will be there and um, we're going to do our best to be there. Uh, I'm planning on it. Let's planning on it. And I don't know. If oh, I'll is. be there. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So if you live in that area or around here. Um, which a lot of our listeners do, please uh, DM me or DM Lumberjack Nick, and he'll give you the details. Uh, it's just for fun. We're just going to meet up and hang out. And uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, Tracy, again, thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate everything you do and the support and all that good stuff. Yeah, and I think-
7: Appreciate it.
4: Yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Mr. Carlos Borg, Where where can people find
6: you uh, you can find me on Twitter at The Sith List Boo. Nice.
4: Less gone to last. Where can people find you not watching He Man and the Master stuff?
2: You can find me uh, beating my truffle finding pig on Twitter at Less is More 78. And you can also find me here on this podcast, The Sith List, and also on our YouTube channel where we're doing reactions to all kinds of awesome stuff, including, including Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's right. Please go check it out. We yeah, like it was a lot of fun, it. man. That was a lot of fun.
4: King Tom Chansky, King of all pods. Where can people find you?
8: People can find me stealing the Declaration of Independence on Twitter at Tom Chansky. <laughs> and then uh, do, <laughs> doing Patreon shows for Steel Wars, uh, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. And I'm going to be on Blue Harvest this oh, week. Oh, let's go. come out good. Saturday.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Nice. Right on. Eric, where can people find
5: you? You can find me uh, behind the wheel of a box truck trying to continue to move my crap. Follow me on Twitter at Eric Strydlers if you want to see me. Never tweet. It's pretty great. And uh, find me on uh, Xbox Live at Mouserat2217 two two and we can play some Red Dead.
4: Nice. Catch you next week on episode number 261 of The Sick List.
2: gonna invite eric to the party that i have and we're just hey. all just gonna like have this big group chat while we're all playing different games in your pants
3: sure can i come mm-hmm.
7: damn I actually you catch about. me at a party you can catch him at parties in people's pants really all right guys i got nothing i tapped out i'm literally juiced out done yeah i'm pretty, pretty no neat, more pig way. jokes no Please more pig no. jokes no. stop it we're done now yeah.